Hello, and welcome to Lead Myths Debunked. I'm Helen Dowling, and together with my team at Exceptional Thinking, we'll be bringing you the latest tips each week on lead generation and appointment setting. Whether you're looking for how to get more appointments with the right prospects in your diary, or learn the latest techniques that really work to get you more leads, then this podcast is for you, so sit back and enjoy. So, welcome Mark. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Mark Van Roll joining us today for the ET podcast. Uh, How are you, Mark? How are you doing? Good, Mitch. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good as always to see you. And uh, how's things been with you recently? Good, mate. No, it's been really busy. Um, You know, just one week to go and then uh, looking forward to a well-deserved rest. But uh, no, no, it's it's been a really productive year, so really happy with it. Fantastic. Great, Mark. Great news. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Uh, we've got some questions we're going to run through for our audience and uh, hopefully we'll uh, learn a bit about Mark Van Roll and uh, and uh, I'm sure uh, the, the benefit to our viewers. So first of all, Mark, tell us a bit about your business and what you do. Sure. Um, Mitch, I'm a business coach. Um, and I guess in a nutshell, um, my job's very much about helping business owners and businesses to reach their full potential. Um, and again, that's very different you know, and very dependent upon each client that I work with. But fundamentally, it's about helping them to grow and get better results. Yeah, fantastic. And what kind of industries do you work with, Mark, on, on, a, on a day-to-day basis? Um, look, I, I am agnostic in terms of I'm happy to work with anyone that's got the right mindset and is looking to grow. But um, I come from a property and, and finance background. So... Um, you know, I, I seem to attract clients in the property and professional services sector, Mitch. So, you know, currently probably about 50% of my clients are um, either construction companies, developers, engineering companies, um, or interior designers. And then the other half seems to be professional services. So working with lawyers, barristers, accountants, financial advisors, uh, and marketing agencies. Okay, interesting. So, so a real sort of mixed mixed bunch, but yep. uh, <laughs> and I'm sure you come come across a lot of different uh, different need and and, and mo- motivations of of why people are looking for coaching. I guess absolutely. Look, there's you know there's a complete three sixty of reasons why people would be looking to to work with someone like myself. Yeah, fantastic. And have you got any sort of you know without naming names any p- particular success stories that you could share with us, Mark, at all? Um, particular ones, probably uh, rather than be more specific, just talk probably more for me, my my overarching objective of my coaching and what I do with each client, it's helping them to fundamentally build a business that can work without them. And why I feel that's really important is it's because about giving business owners choices. So for me, helping them get to a point where they feel like they've got choices um, you know, be it they can spend more time with family and friends rather than working 80 hours a week um, or, you know, financially they've got more freedom, but just generally choices or choices to maybe start another business. So, you know, for me, anything that helps them get to that position where they feel like they're in control of the business rather than the business controlling them, then for me, I feel like that's really, you know, that's helping them get to a more successful place. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I imagine there's a you come across probably a lot of stories. I appreciate you can't share them all with us, Mark, but uh, probably a lot of stories where people are, you know, got, got different difficulties within their business, whether that's financial, whether that's time, people management. And um, I guess, yeah, you can help them with, with, with all of that. Um, so. So, yeah, so this obviously podcast, uh, Mark, is all about uh, lead generation and you've been yeah. a client for, of ours for a while now. Um, so perhaps you could give us a little bit of your thoughts on on lead generation and how it's worked for you. Yeah, look, I, I mean, for me, I think it is, you know, lead generation is in effect the lifeline of any business. I mean, fundamentally, if you're not generating leads in your business, you don't have a business. Um, so, you know, I put a lot of focus, a lot of emphasis in terms of the activity that I do in and around marketing, just because it makes good business sense. Um, in terms of sort of things that I'm doing at the moment, obviously, I'm working with you guys, which is, you know, bringing in great results. Um, I spent a lot of time on networking. I like building and developing relationships with people. So for me, you know, working with people to help build that trust and credibility is a big part of how I do marketing. Um, the other sort of things I also do in terms of other marketing strategies is a lot of a lot of my clients come in via referrals, so inbound inquiries, um, and then also fairly active on social media and specifically LinkedIn. Okay, and is is that something that you've done? Obviously, we've been working together for a while now, Mark. But is yep. did you do um, before you came with us? Did you have any sort of other outlet for lead generation, or was it just mainly sort of just your, you know, sort of social media and networking kind of stuff that you were doing? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> look, I think fundamentally there was three areas: there was networking, there was social media, and uh, referrals. Uh, so inbound inquiries. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And what and what was it, uh, Mark, that sort of made you sort of us stand out and that made you want to work with us at ET? Um, I think a couple of things. One is I made a conscious decision this year that I wanted to grow my business to a new level. Um, and, you know, what I found with you guys, two things was I think that the speed that you could get me there was a driving reason that yeah. I decided to work with you. But also just I think we shared a mindset that lead generation wasn't necessarily about the quantity of the leads but the quality of the leads yeah excellent yeah well i'm, I'm really pleased to pleased to hear that mark and uh, pleased to hear that we've had some great success for you um i mean what what kind of is there any sort of identifiable results that you've seen over the last sort of few months i know you've been with us some time now but you know is yeah. there sort of anything recently where it's sort of come to fruition and it's really sort of uh, really stood out for you yeah, look, we've been working together now six months um, and, you know, obviously there's some sort of time to build up the campaigns and get the working relationship going. But in the last three months have signed up via leads from ET, three one-to-one -one clients, um, and they're all, you know, extremely great clients um, and they've got off to a, you know, a great start. So, so yes, yeah, so I'm really, really happy with the ROI I'm getting from working with you guys. Fantastic. And and what would you say, Mark, to any uh, potential companies that are looking to work to work with us? Is there any sort of clear message you'd send to them? Yeah, look, I think, you know, Mitch, for me, the two reasons, because I've tried telemarketing before and it's not that they haven't been good telemarketers, but I think there was two things that really worked is one is uh, you well, probably three things. One, you, you really spent time understanding what does my ideal client look like? Yeah. And then through 
what you guys do in terms of talking to potential business owners is there's a a really in-depth qualification process that you go through. So what ends up in my diary is meetings with people that are serious about growing their business and absolutely open to having a conversation with me about how I could help them to move forward. Yeah, I think going back again, I think, you know, you just get it's not a numbers game. It's not about just hitting a certain KPI in terms of meetings. It's about quality meetings that go into my diary. Yeah. At the end of the day, Mark, I guess it's, you know, the the, the better quality meetings are going to be the ones that you can convert. And it's not just about us sending numbers across to you. It's about actually you getting really good quality leads that have been uh, qualified to our BANT system. Uh, and obviously they, they get reviewed twice before they come across to you. So uh, and of course, as 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 you know, Mark, but our audience may not know, uh, you always get a call recording lead sheet uh, yeah. uh, where possible. And uh, yeah, so and of course, that all, all helps with, with, with towards that. Now, so we're just going to get away from the um, the lead generation kind of side of things now, just to light, lighten things up a little bit. And we'll uh, we'll do some quick fire questions. So what's your favorite book? Favorite book? Oh, Mitch. <laughs> I, t- I tell you, I can't, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but at the moment, and, and this is probably quite boring, it's quite business coaching, um, I'm really digesting anything by a guy called Jim Rohn, who, um, you, know, you know, he was sort of big in the 60s and 70s and a real guru in terms of personal development. So I find his stuff fascinating. Um, outside of when I'm trying to take a break, I just like reading trashy fiction, stuff that uh, I literally doesn't require any grey matter to turn the pages. Um, <laughs> but that just helps me just sort of, you know, completely down yeah. tools and, and relax. Yep, yeah, zone out and, uh, yeah. and chill out. Yeah, fantastic. Right, next, next, quest, next question. Childhood or current idol? Childhood. I'll give you two. Um, being an Aussie, uh, you know, cricket was always my main sport that I played. So Dennis Lilly, who was a uh, a very good Aussie fast bowler that used to take the heads off English batsmen back in the seventies <laughs> and eighties, um, and probably sort of someone sort of on a more serious note would be Nelson Mandela. Um, I lived in Africa for a number of years, but I just I find him just from a leadership point of view just inspirational. And I think his ability after everything he'd gone through to forgive um, and just move on yeah. uh, is just a great example to people. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I'd completely agree with that with, with those choices, Mark. And uh, and what would you say with regards to to, to football? Who do, who do you support? <laughs> I'm a Chelsea supporter because when I first moved to London, I lived in Fulham for years. So I used to okay. just go up the road and uh, watch Chelsea quite often, which was great. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, excellent. Well, thanks, thanks, like Mark. That was just to, to lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, we move on to uh, now just a uh, a question I like to ask a lot of people. What what's the best uh, single piece of advice that somebody's given you? I think someone a couple of years ago said to me, "Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better." Okay, I like that. That's great. Always, you know, I think again, you know, that rings true in life and in yeah. business. You know, it's easier. You know, it's often you know take the easy option. Oh, I wish life was easier. I wish business was easier. But actually, Absolutely. for me, the key is you know take the responsibility to turn yourself into a better version of yourself, and I think you'll find results will come with that. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I like that one. We'll, uh, we'll write that one down, Mark, put that in the book. <laughs> uh, and, and, off, and kind of off of the back of that very uh, similar based question, what is that? I was going to ask what, what kind of single piece of advice you'd give your younger self. Is, is, that, is that that piece of advice or is there something else that you can add to that? No, I think that'd be a great one. I think, you know, just a great mantra in life. Again, it's yeah. about you taking responsibility and ownership that, you know, you can effectively you know, influence your own life if you take responsibility for it. Yeah, fantastic. OK, excellent. Right. Getting back to uh, getting back to, to current time and business. Uh, what's your if you had a favourite business strategy, Mark, uh, for getting new clients, what would that be? Um, favourite business strategy. Look, I think there's a couple of things that springs to mind, Mitch. Number one is my business is all about results. So I think for me, the best marketing strategy is being able to demonstrate the results that my clients are getting by working with me. I think yeah. the second one, and, and for me, this always you know, is part and parcel of my marketing strategies. It's all about as I go through the process with prospects is what am I doing to build trust with them, to demonstrate value, to demonstrate that you know I'm credible, I'm reliable, and I'm likable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, fantastic. And where do you see the the future of your business, Mark? Um, for me personally, Mitch, it's continuing to work with exceptional people, uh, and also to continue working with bigger businesses. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic, excellent, and and obviously under the the current economic conditions at the moment, Mark, things are are tough out there. Uh, things are still happening for people, but they are tough. Um, how important is it that businesses put an in look at their marketing and put an importance on their marketing at the moment? Um, look, extremely important, Mitch. I mean, I think it is sort of. Absolutely, all the way through any cycle in the economy, marketing's got to be paramount into your business. But particularly in times of downturn, my advice to clients is, because you know, there's a tendency sometimes for people to think to sort of reduce the investment in marketing. But for me, my advice to them is actually do the opposite. Um, yeah. Continue, if not increase, what you're spending on marketing. Yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as it's and targeted yeah. and it's the right activity, um you know it, it will reap results for you in any yeah. economic cycle absolutely i mean it's all about return on the invest or return on your investment at the end of the day yeah. and uh, if you're doing it in that in the right space then that that should come back for you um but my next question was what what is your top marketing tip but i guess that kind of uh, that does kind of cover it in in a sense that just just keep going with, with the right type the right level of marketing in the right space yeah yeah look two things i say there mitch i think you know one very much it's about um, the activity. You know, what I find with clients that I coach or business owners I meet, often if they're not doing as well as they'd hoped in terms of securing new clients or turnover or profitability, it often goes back to the basics. They're just not doing enough of the right marketing activity in their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess the, the other one, you know, I'd always sort of suggest to people is in thinking about their marketing, you know, think about your marketing conveying three things. One is character, which answers the question, you know, do I like you? The second would be competency is, are you any good? And then the third is consistency, which, you know, really answers the question, you know, have I got my act together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. 
Excellent. And then just sort of touching on, on, on marketing one more time, and I know we, we did ask this a bit earlier in uh, early in the podcast, Mark, is is there a specific lead that you've had from ET, again, without without giving names where you've been able to help them with their problems and, and, and the issues yeah. that they've had around their business? Um, shall I just say, obviously, yeah, the, the three people that I'm now coaching have all been exceptional leads in terms of the type of clients that I'm looking for. So they've just yeah. got a very similar mindset. Um, you know, they're committed to growing their business. They're open to learning. They've got what I'd call a growth mindset. So, you know, they're yeah. very much open to looking at ways to do things better or different or differently. Yeah, and it just makes for a great client because, again, you know, absolutely are prepared to roll their sleeves up and do what it's going to take to help them transform their businesses. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm really pleased to hear it. Really pleased to hear that you've had success with us, Mark. And a, and a final question here, just a, a bit of a light-hearted one. How, how do you celebrate your wins? Going on holidays, Mitch. <laughs> excellent. Chasing the sun. <laughs> you've been you've been doing a lot of winning lately then mark <laughs> <laughs> do my best mitch excellent excellent well thank you very much for your uh for your time today ladies and gentlemen mr mark van roll thank you mate really good talking to you as always thank you cheers mitch thank you for listening to this episode of lead myths debunked We hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, remember to rate us, write a review or share this podcast. And if you're looking for a company that can do qualified appointment sessions for you, then let's have a chat. Simply go to www.exceptionalthinking.co.uk forward slash contact to book some time in the diary. See you on another episode soon.